a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry, and uh, this is episode 88. That's pretty good. Uh, Can I tell you something? It's a a little bit behind the scenes. I just got an email from one of the big bosses at KSL, and the subject line reads, what's next? Now, I I only got that just a moment ago, so I haven't read the email, uh, but I am anxious to dive in to see what it means. Maybe I get to go back to the studio soon. Who knows? Uh, Anyway... I have for a while been begging uh, for some input. I wanted to hear from uh, folks uh, how they are experiencing this coronavirus stuff, how the isolation and the social distancing is impacting you. Uh, in fact, I threw out the text message line uh, just a, a moment ago, and I've got a few texts here in front of me. Uh, here's one. <laughs> uh, Lee, I'm looking forward to getting back to my hairstylist. Uh, Lord knows uh, this mat needs help. Uh, that's pretty funny. And, and here, on, on a kind of serious note, so the hairstylists uh, and barbers and all that, they uh, have been deemed non-essential in, in New York State. And it has, as you might predict, given way to like a black market for uh, hairstyling and getting your hair cut and the barber's uh, work and all that. It's, uh, it is exactly what you think. And imagine, like, w- w- you know, six months ago, try to imagine uh, meeting up with your barber, sneaking in the back door, keeping the shades drawn, the lights low uh, as he uh, trims your hair or as the stylist, uh, you know, gives you a new do. It's just crazy, crazy times in which we live. I cannot, cannot believe it. Uh, fascinating. But, you know. That's the reality in which we live. Uh, the other day, I also threw out the uh, voicemail line, and I said, hey, would you, would you just do me this favor? I'd love to hear from you, of course. Uh, you know, I do most of the talking. Let me uh, uh, take a break for a second and hear from you. And uh, there were some wonderful folks who, who called in, uh, left some voicemails, and answered the, the following questions. What advice do you have uh, for us, for the rest of us? How has this impacted you specifically? What, what, uh, what in your life has been uh, altered? Uh, and uh, how are you faring, uh, just generally? And so I'd like to, for the next few minutes, before we uh, get to the bottom of the hour news, I want to walk through a few of the comments left by, uh, by some of you. And we'll start here at the top of the list. Uh, Loran, uh, it talks about how it's affected weddings. The biggest impact to um, our family is that we had a son getting married on March 27th, um, had to move his wedding date up um, in one day's notice, was married March 13th, uh, and had a daughter um, who was going to get married on July 11th, has now moved her date up um, to May 9th um, without a temple ceremony and only um, the two sets of parents in um, in at the wedding to um, support them. And that's pretty devastating to um, have those weddings be not what those kids had hoped or planned for. Um, We are all healthy and happy, and um, we will get through this, but it certainly has um, had an impact on our lives. We will get through this, Lorraine. That's uh, uh, some touching stuff. And I'm sorry to hear that 
that the, the, the wedding's been impacted in that way. Uh, I think, though, what might make bearing that uh, unfortunate circumstance a little bit easier is to know that there are hundreds of thousands of couples out there uh, around the world uh, who are experiencing the exact same thing. I've got a, a cousin of mine uh, going through a real similar circumstance. In fact, the, uh, the wedding, I think, uh, is supposed to be two weeks from now, uh, and they've had to certainly dramatically change uh, those plans. Uh, one of the funny things we're trying to work out is uh, this uh, cousin of mine has all of this stuff, all the stuff that she had purchased for uh, decorations, uh, the, the seating stuff and the, the floral stuff. Uh, all of it uh, needs now to be placed in storage until we can get together maybe in the fall uh, to, to celebrate uh, that holy union. So we're unsure exactly where to store this stuff. We've got family all around the country right now trying to come up with a plan because uh, she's, uh, she's an interior decorator. And so if you can imagine uh, all of the planning and preparation and all the stuff uh, that's going to go into decorating uh, the reception exactly the way she'd like it. Pretty fascinating. Uh, next up, uh, we heard from uh, Sharon talks about uh, how this has been affecting her family and offers some advice. I work at a grocery store. And I think one of the interesting things about this time is that um, you do feel like you're on the front lines because there's so much exposure to so many people. But I think part of the challenge and what requires a little extra effort is not buying into everybody else's stress. Because a lot of customers will take their angst out on the employees just because nothing else is really going maybe the way they want. Um, I think just trying to ironically keep not only social distance but emotional distance has been one of the keys to trying to navigate such an odd time. Huh. That's a great point. And I don't think I ever thought of it exactly in the terms she describes there. Uh, you and I are feeling uh, some dramatically uh, increased stresses as we try to navigate this uh, new now uh, for the time being. And we ought to be mindful that uh, this is not the fault of anyone with whom we interact. Uh, the coronavirus was not introduced by the, the, the folks with whom you find yourself quarantined. Uh, this coronavirus was not introduced into our lives by your coworkers, uh, by your bosses, and it certainly wasn't introduced by the folks uh, who are doing what they can, uh, as Sharon describes, on the front lines, uh, bagging your groceries, all right? Uh, so you darn well better have some patience for folks like her, okay? When you're out there today, uh, only if it's essential, uh, you, you thank them for being out there, okay? Because they uh, are are at risk by interacting with so many folks. Uh, Sharon, listen, I'm sorry you're going through that. That's a, a tough deal. A couple last uh, voicemails before we go to break. Uh, Janelle here talks about how it's affected her life. The virus has affected my family and that I'm a single mom of five, and I've had to stop working um, I work in the film industry, and we've stopped production in the middle of production, and I've not been able to take up any new work anywhere um, because I am homeschooling my five kids, which has been good and bad, um, very frustrating for everybody, but we make sure that we get out into the hills. I'm fortunate to live by the mountains, so we get out on hikes. Um, fresh air is essential, and then, um, yeah, money. I'm, I'm trying to make some face masks like everybody else. <laughs> Uh, last comment we'll hear before the break. Uh, Dean shares how this COVID-19 has affected his life. I'm probably a little bit different than a lot of people going through this uh, coronavirus situation. I'm very much a homebody. Um, and so staying um, locked up in my home really hasn't been 
too big of a deal, um, other than I like to go out to dinner, and I haven't been able to do that. But my job is one that I still have, and I'm able to work from home. Um, so things are going well. I, I know there's other people that are not uh, able to have that luxury. Things are a little more difficult for people. So that's just one side of it. Um, things, are, things are going okay. Other than getting a little stir-crazy, I think uh, I'm doing okay. Good for you, Dean. Uh, outstanding. You are one of the lucky ones. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, uh, we're going to have some fun. I uh, have been spending a lot of time in the evenings as I wind down watching sports documentaries, and I have seen that uh, coaches, coaches are some of the folks that can best motivate you uh, to become your best self and perform at your highest level. Uh, we may need a little bit of coaching as you and I continue combating this coronavirus. So we have gone and taken a look at some of the great coaches of cinematic history producer amy has chopped up a few segments we're going to share with you next uh get some encouragement from uh movies like rudy and the miracle and others that's up next on live mike i'm lee lonsberry and this is ksl news radio